taking your questions and talking about kink. Welcome to BSing with Barak and Sheba on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you're offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Right now. We have a very, very special treat for our BSing listeners tonight. We have what's what's left of <laughs> most of our AIS staff here with us talking about winter wickedness. We just had our little meeting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To kind of talk about what you people can expect when you come in here for Winter Wickedness. Because yep. we are here still at the uh, event hotel, uh, at the host hotel. We have done our first walkthrough, actually our second walkthrough, and we have planned out everything. We've plotted all the little nooks and crannies and every, where everything's going to go. He's looked into every nook and cranny. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, at least one or two of them. <laughs> So we're really excited about the event next week. As you uh, are listening, uh, it'll be about five days before the event kicks off. And we've got one of the biggest events Central Ohio has ever seen uh, in kink. And we're really excited about it. And speaking of excitement, um, let's just go. Like, Shout out whatever you want to. Say hi to, say hi to everybody. Go around. Hey, this is Deb. Um... AIS Butterfly, and I'll be looking forward to seeing everybody at Winter Wicked. I'm Lena. Hi. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. It's Peach. Hi, Peach. Looking forward to this weekend. Hi, Peach. You guys are never shy. (laughs) And there's others as well. What's up with this? All of a sudden, these kinky bitches are shy. I've seen your boobs. Tiffy and I have, have worn ourselves out. We started drinking at 10 o'clock this morning, so we're a little... Wine out of a coffee cup. Wine out of a coffee cup. Have to camouflage it somehow. <laughs> oh, jeez. Makes it appropriate that early in the morning. Does it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, that, it's like that scene from Caddyshack. Beer? It's Beer. 8 o'clock in the morning. Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we have two others who have not chimed in. I know. I'm Paula. I'll be checking you in or checking you out. One of the two. <laughs> I'll follow you. Know promises. You promises. I can do both. <laughs> and I am Spanky Ray. I will. You will probably see me um, running back and forth down the hallways, um, helping Sheba get her outfits perfect <laughs> for her favorite kink, which is. Stand and model. Exactly. <laughs> so do we want to talk a little bit about where we've been or do we want to ask a question? Well, let's, uh, let's talk about where we've been first. Okay. Because uh, we've, 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 we've been all over the place this month. Uh, we started out, uh, we kicked off the month at the PRS in Akron. We did Ouch is Not a Safe Word, I think, or uh, Rough and Body Play. No, Ouch is Not a Safe uh, Word. Yeah, we did, we did uh, a great, great showing there. We had... Yeah, there was a fabulous guy who, who, he was a dominant. What you can't see is my fingers are doing the quote marks. He was a dominant who let me beat on him from a very dominant point of view. I was of course. Like, whatever. Of course. <laughs> he liked it. Yep, and we, uh, we, we, did, we did a good time there. We, had punt, we, had, we played Punt the Cunt. Mm-hmm. And we also uh, did marks that last uh, two weeks, <laughs> which, was, which was a heck of a mind fuck for somebody. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it now? <laughs> And then we went, the very next weekend, we were at Sexapalooza. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Brought the whole staff in. Yep. Had a good time. Kinkifying some vanillas. Excellent. We had we had like eleven hundred people come through the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, we had a whole lot of new new people, and, and we had a whole lot of people who came back again mm-hmm. and again and again because they wanted to try. Oh, maybe just one more thing. Right. Maybe maybe I'll try this. Mm-hmm. Can you suspend me? <laughs> the next day, can you suspend me again? <laughs> I'm like, didn't we do this yesterday? Well, yeah, but you're not doing anything. Okay. <laughs> so we're hoping to see some of those people, those fine folks, come mm-hmm. on out and join us for, for the meet and greet. Yep. This February meet and greet will be uh, coming up after Wicked. It'll be February the 14th, Friday. And we're hoping to see everybody out there. Oh, it's a Valentine's Day. It is. It is. So, are we going to give chocolate to people? Uh, yes. We are? Are we? Sure. Yes, you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe I just heard Lena say she is making chocolate for people. Excellent. So, yes. <laughs> so, so, so Lena, Lena will be making uh, penis and boob-shaped chocolate for, for all oh. of our friends. <laughs> All of our friends wow. at the meet and greet. And whether I get out of the house or not, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're getting cupcakes and that's it. <laughs> now, it, it. There may or may not be chocolate there. Don't count on that. But uh, certainly come out to the meet and greet and share your Valentine's Day with us because we're going to be there and it's going to be a blast. And what else we got going on this month? Oh, there's a submissive roundtable this coming Tuesday on the 4th. Mm-hmm. So, wow! Yeah, and we have that's perfect timing. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to talk about um, kind of event um, the effect it can have to have the uh, DSMS dynamic um, at an event and dealing with that and communications. And clearly, I've clearly worked out a lot of details about what we're going to be talking about. But that's the general idea. Do we have anything TNGing coming up? February eleventh. That is our next meet and greet. Yeah, immediately after Wicked. So I'm sure Tiffy, I don't know if Tiffy's going to be there. I'll be in class. I'll be there half asleep. (laughs) (laughs) You got a lot to look forward to, guys. Yeah. (laughs) That's from um, 6 6 to 8.30 at Jimmy V's in Grandview. And that's a great way for people to kind of come down after an event Mm -hmm. is to come out to a meet and greet and hang out with your friends, talk about what you did, hear what everybody else did, and know that you are not alone exactly and we're lucky enough that we have a private space so while we still have to keep it you know grandmother rule friendly we have a a little bit of leeway where we can actually talk and decompress process that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. yep dude we just came from a switch round table didn't we we it was wonderful it was so many people yeah 17 people six new people (laughs) so excited (laughs) and our next one is the 25th of february at the room Mm. And we will be talking about tripping the switch for people who don't normally play on the other side of the slash. The, <laughs> right. The great slash. The slash. <laughs> people who don't play on that side. I like, I like, personally, I like playing in the slash. And, um, <laughs> I'm all over that slash. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we have a lot of things going on. And... and Wicked, like we said, Wicked will be coming up this weekend. And if you're attending Wicked, um, we do have a special podcast that will be uh, probably airing shortly thereafter. We have um, the first annual, uh, only, like, first time for the last time, Lee Harrington, uh, Dan and Dawn, and uh, Sheba and I will be all podcasting together at Wicked. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be, who knows what It's going to be a podcasting orgy. It will be something, all right. (laughs) 
And we're gonna we'll probably we may we may even be podcasting from this very room. Or know. from an orgy. Or from an orgy. <laughs> or from an orgy in this room. Right. <laughs> this is the staff room. You never know what the fuck's gonna You happen. never know what these people are capable of. These tables of. have seen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask, let's ask a question, All honey. right, why don't we ask a question? Let's ask, what's it like at a big event like Winter Wickedness? Oh, well. <sighs> Shit, I don't know. Awesome. Pick me, pick me. <laughs> you don't have to say pick me, just start talking. It's like coming home and seeing 300 of your greatest family and friends, and except they're not exactly family. So you can do kinky things. <laughs> and sharing things in common with a group of accepting, warm, wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And get kink on. <laughs> and get your clothes on. And clothes off. Well, or clothes on. You know how I am. We're good like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's dead quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to tell them everything. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, you can't tell them everything because That's you haven't true. been to this one. That's true. It <sighs> is a little it's different so every big. time. Mm-hmm. It's so big. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Things overheard at an AIS staff meeting. <laughs> well, that's probably the cleanest thing you've heard today. Well, I think what appeals to a lot of people is that it's not only a place where you can get your kink on in a safe space with your friends and chosen family, but it's a place where you can learn and you can connect with people and there's room for growth for everybody at whatever level, experience level you might be at. So you've got a full day of classes, and this time, what? how many more classes than normal um, because of the expanded space? So, um, you know, the people who are maybe more prone to want, wanting to study something versus um, get their kink on, there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And this time we have... We have um 30 different classes. Normally, up until this point, we've had 25 different classes. This time, we have 30 different classes. We have a track specifically um, on rope, uh, rope and rope bondage. We have a, a class. We have a, a track on... Um, this is this is one of the first ones that we've been, actually been able to slate an entire track uh, for S-types, mm-hmm. uh, which is very exciting. Um, we also have a... Uh, uh, philosophy uh, and mental uh, process uh, track. We have a skills track, and we have uh, a miscellaneous track, and we also have a sex and polyamory track. Mm-hmm. So we have we have classes for whatever your whatever your pensions are, whatever your interests are. We have we have classes for for everybody, and it's and sometimes it's it's. I mean, we're we're you know, Sheba and I are 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 slating the classes, and we're like, well, I want to go to that one. Well, don't slate it with that one, but I have to slate it with this one. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's so hard for us to even decide how to slate the class, and we do the best we can, but there's always going to be conflicts. You're always going to miss out on a class that you really wanted to see because there was a class there you wanted to see more. Right. Yep. You know? What classes are you guys looking forward to? What thing are you guys looking forward to the most? I'm really intrigued by the um, arguing, arguing with your dominant class. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you? I am. I'm, I'm wow. curious about what that class is going to be about. Note to self. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to watch Spanky Ray attend that. Class. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited about uh, a couple of different classes. One of the one of the ones I'm excited about is um, is we have uh, a secondary play space now 
um, where it is, it's, it's over 2,000 square feet. And so we're having a class in there that, that we can use long whips with. Uh-huh. And so I'm really excited to see uh, M's class, EM's class. Uh, he's going to do uh, Bull Whips 101 or Whips 101. I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm really excited because normally um, in most play spaces, you can't use a whip longer than about four or five feet. And who knows what's going to happen. I'm really excited for that one. So, <laughs> so what's it like at a big event like Winter Wickedness? Um, you want to give pl- people plenty of room if they're carrying a long whip. That's the first tip. Or not. Oh, sure. Yeah. Anything else? Anybody else looking forward to anything? I'm looking forward to it all. How can you pick? I that's mainly the problem with picking which classes you want to go to. That's why I, that's why I have so many different wardrobe changes is because I have a problem choosing. Really? Yeah. You know what I'm also, I'm also really looking forward to? One of my favorite things about the event is the Friday night first-timers orientation. Yeah. I, I, t- I mean, uh, Sheba and I... Sheba to and see I, the wide-eyed looks of... Oh, of, God, yeah. yes. You know, I, Sheba and I uh, present that class, and it's just... Like, because you don't think, you think, oh, well, you know, people who are brave enough to step out into a brand new event, blah, blah, blah. You know, they think they've been to other events. Well, at the first timers orientation, you know, there's normally a hundred people in there mm-hmm. and you're like, where did all these new people come from? And, 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 and seeing the, the excitement and the, and the anticipation is just, it's, it's one of my favorite times at the event. It really, it really sets the event's tone for me, mm-hmm. you know? So that when we step on stage, you know, when we step on stage for the opening remarks, I'm just like totally jazzed. Totally jazzed. I'm totally jazzed. <laughs> well, I'm also jazzed about the meet and greet. That's going to be a fun, fun time. Yeah. Hello. I was reading some of your stuff. <laughs> Sex through the ages. Hello. Yes. We're going to be taking a sexual mystery tour. <laughs> that sounds Ooh. really interesting. <laughs> it is. It sounds there was research done. <laughs> yes, I can tell. There is research in this. And pictures. <laughs> It sounds like it sounds like the Beatles song. Yes, only so much better. <laughs> I'm also excited for the queer meet and greet. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a lot of fun for all of the rainbow wristband wearers and their family, friends, and chosen peoples. And aren't you bringing the fire brigade to? I am in mass. In mass, yes. The fire, the fire exploratorium <laughs> is going to be just amazing. The, the fire exploratorium. Fire exploratorium. For anyone who's interested in experiencing fire, but has been perhaps a little too shy to ask up to this point, we will have all sorts of fire practitioners in there to our show them space. the fire ropes and our wonderful, wonderful ex- uh, expanded space. There are no ropes on fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> yeah, ropes on fire, it's like... No. no. That's, that's the new ring at Jared. Um. <laughs> no, I want one. No. So, what else? What else is, 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 uh, is, is it like at a big event? Well, there's all these TNGers running around, and they have a wonderful meet and greet, don't they? They do Why are you gesturing to me? <laughs> yeah, so uh, TNG is going to be having their uh, normal, I guess, annual, biannual uh, meet and greet from 10 to 11.30 on Friday night. And so all of you people who are outside of TNGH can come join us, and uh, the suite's going to be really, really cool this year. Um, we're put, we put a lot of hard work into it, and... Why are you laughing? Is it going to have a disco ball? 
No. no. She still won't let me get a disco ball. I've had a disco ball for like a year. I want a disco ball too. We no. can make that happen. <laughs> disco ball. It's can make decades that happen. and decadence. Yeah. This is the perfect time to get a disco ball. <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so we've got lots and lots of things planned for this event, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's then there's some surprises that we're not going to talk about on the radio or on the podcast, are we? I don't know anything about any kind of surprises. What are you talking about? Yeah. I, well, I was just thinking. We were- I do know that my favorite nightmare is going to be here. So if you're planning a little surprise, you might want to tell me now. <laughs> you know, we haven't talked on the phone for hours at night. <laughs> and we don't do that often. Often. <laughs> Text alerts when you're doing your phone stuff. I, I'm obviously going to have to put some kind of recording device on his phone to find out what's going on. <laughs> Good luck with that. I have, yeah. I have that. I have that new CIA version of the right. iPhone. You, yeah. Right. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, so there's more to hear all about Wicked, especially when you get here. Um, and there's more to hear on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. Each week, you can listen to the original Erotic Awakening podcast with Dan and Dawn. It's an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. Mm-hmm. And once monthly, you can catch a special episode of Erotic Awakening with none other than Lee Harrington. Yay. 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 So you want to take another question real quick? Sure. I know that you were telling me about a question that you got that you wanted to explore. Uh, which one? One or two? Or two or three? I think it was three. Okay. So, um, and, and we have a couple of uh, bratty people at the table, so they'll be able to, you know, at least chime in, chime in on this one. Um, so apparently the question was, uh, that I received from Ms. Anonymous, um, recently after a couple drinks, that good, right? That's, that would be my first comment. Um, well, if you're, if you're, if after a couple of drinks, you're drinking with a dominant, um, and then... Commenced to taunt him. Um, anyway, recently after a couple of drinks, I said a dom didn't hit very hard in front of about half a dozen of his close friends and his wife. I apologized a few times and he laughed and said it was cool until I played with him. Right before I played him with him, uh, right before we played again, I asked if he was angry and he said no. Now I realize that he was not angry, but his pride was injured. By the, but by then it was too late and I had paid the price, period. Can you speak a little bit about Dom's pride? Well, um... Can we speak a little bit about Sam? So, so, so I'll start, I'll I'll start this off um, a little bit with, uh, you know, kind of like how I would react if somebody were to uh, say, like after a few drinks, were to say, um... You know that that I didn't hit them very hard. I would I wouldn't be offended, and I don't think my pride would be hurt. I would think of it as a challenge. I would think that you know if somebody said to me, "Well, you don't hit very hard," I would say, "So you're asking me to hit you harder?" Right? Would you wonder if it was flirting right. to try and get yeah. you to escalate your your play? Yeah, with I would. I, I would wonder that. And and you know, and I wouldn't be. It wouldn't anger me at all. I wouldn't. I would care less. You know, if I was interested in playing with this person, I I would certainly play with them. But I would make. I like like she says, um, you know, uh, it was too late and you had paid the price. I'm not sure what you mean by that because if you're 
soliciting somebody to hit you harder. And then they do. And then they do. <laughs> it's not really paying the price. That's not paying the price. That's asking for what you want right. Right. and getting it. Right. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's In a really strange way of negotiation. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. and 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 I, I we bring up the brat comment because brats do this. You know, no. brats. Nonsense. I, I, I've heard it happen. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, so you know, when they're saying to you, uh, oh, you hit like a girl or, oh, you hit, you know, like a sissy or, or, or I don't know, whatever terminology they use, um, because I, and I wouldn't use either because I happen to know some very aggressive, like, I would not want Sheba to hit me. <laughs> I, just, I just wouldn't. I mean, you know, one or two would be all right. But when she continued to hit, it's not as pleasant as you would think. <laughs> and, and I used to know, I, I, I know a gentleman who is a, who call, calls himself a sissy. And he uh, is about six foot four and 250 pounds. And if you tell me I hit like him, I'm going to say thank you because he is a monster. And he wears a dress that's perfectly suited for his form. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it. Yeah. He is quite hot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, it's just a question. You know, if you're telling me I don't hit very hard, for me, that's an invitation. It's not an insult. Okay. You know, it's it's one of those things that. It's, well, and I would I would question um, why would you do this in front of this person's friends and significant other? I mean, what were you hoping to gain by not actually speaking about? an issue with your play in private with this person to ask and negotiate for a different type of play or a more escalated version of play rather than like call them out at a table. I'd say it has to do in with front the of their friends. Couple the of drinks. drinks. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, uh, yeah, it might have to do with a couple of drinks, but, but why wasn't it brought up before? Why didn't you like, there's a chance usually to download with the person that you played with. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you tell them at that point? Hey, you know, next time, how about hitting me harder? You know, or even during the play. Yeah, yeah. take advantage of the time. Turn around. And say, oh, right, take advantage of the time that you're there pussy. anyway and turn around and call him a pussy. Right. That way you really get to <laughs> see their eyes. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. right, there's no delayed reaction there. No. Well, and, and, and I, I guess I would immediately take it jovially. You know, and it might not have been meant jovially. I don't, I don't know. You know, because obviously she's apologizing a, a few times, which meant that there was... Like there was a sense on her part that she knew that somehow a line had been crossed and she'd hurt him in some way. Yeah. And to me, maybe she wasn't even saying that he didn't to me, maybe their play was fine, but you're in a group, you're laughing, your judgment's off because you've tipped a few back and all of a sudden there's blah, blah, blah. And Oh yeah. You hit like a girl. Mm -hmm. Well, and maybe she didn't really mean that, but but he, it injured his pride a little because, what? Again, she took him by surprise because maybe he took it more seriously than the after a couple of drinks comment was meant. Well, and maybe it didn't, maybe it did, maybe it didn't injure his pride. But perhaps instead of just asking if he was angry, at the download of the the dinner conversation before they played again... They, there could have been a renegotiation, a reestablishment of here's what I meant, here's what I experienced before, here's what I'd like to experience now. And instead of it being a, an issue of pride, maybe it's just an issue of expectations being mixed for the second time playing. Yeah, and, and I, I, would, I would totally agree with that because it's, it's, there's this whole thing about um, uh, 
uh, asking him if he was angry. And, and I, 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 you know, if you're saying you're not hitting hard enough, what you're saying is hit me harder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that, I mean, that's either that or I don't like to play with you. And instead of asking if he was angry, did you actually negotiate that second scene as well? Did you, Mm -hmm. you know, did you ask him to, Mm -hmm. you know, do something different or... Well, no, did this the Dom just walk away with it? Okay, well, it went harder, so the next scene came in harder, and yeah. she thought, oh. Right, and now at this point, you may want to come back yeah. around his friends, have a couple more drinks, and say, hey, you hit me too hard the last time. <laughs> 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 you hurt me. <laughs> I'm still achy. <laughs> I, think, I, think it's one of those, I think it's one of those questions. I think this, there's, there's two people at fault here. I think that that neither of you are utilizing clear communication. Yeah, yeah, that's a good you know, point. And, yeah. and, and I think that I think that um, you know his his communication is physical, and your your communication was not necessarily direct, right? right? And and so both of you should take the time to you know if you're going to play in the future because you may have reached a a point of uh, mutually mutually assured uh, uh, disagreement. And you said both of you are saying, "Well, I'm not going to play with you again." And he's saying, oh, "I'm not going to play with you again." And until so you may have reached a point, but if you are considering playing again with this person, you may want to, um, you know, have some clear negotiation that include um, this is how hard I want to be hit, or I want to be hit harder or softer, or you know, and and so you create uh, both of you communicating together to create a mutually beneficial scene as opposed to, you know, poke, poke the sadist and then wah, wah, you hit me too hard. Wah, wah, you hit me too hard. Don't get me wrong. I, I think that both are at fault. I don't think, I don't think there's any one person at fault here. I think that, um, um, that, that the, 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 the bilateral communication should have been, hey, you know, at the table, I said this, and and I, I, I was I, I spoke out of turn, or I, I didn't mean to, um, you know, spill the Kool Aid on the table, and and so perhaps we should we should uh, you know renegotiate prior to playing, as opposed to just saying, "Are you angry?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because because I when that when somebody says that to me, I can honestly say, "No, I'm not angry." Oh, that's I'm not a negotiation. Right. right. It's not a negotiation. Yeah. Are you angry? Okay, nope, let's play. Here, you should put this vlogger in your hand then. (laughs) (laughs) But is there some, like, she does bring up a point about um, tops and dominance pride, because I do know quite a few dominants in the community and tops who have larger than normal sized egos. (laughs) (laughs) And I think you run into that a lot. In in this arena, I'm not one of those people. I'm not looking straight at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. You are. Um, and yeah, I mean, you are right. It's 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 true. All of us can get that sense of, um, you know, we we do sometimes like when we're on that you know top high. We totally feel larger than life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's. I'll I'll be the first one to admit that when you know after I've had a fantastic scene, you know, I feel like you know Tarzan at the top of the jungle going oh whatever. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. You know, because because it's 
there, there's that there's the, the endorphins and the, and, the, and the sexual energy and all that you know is running through your body if you feel like you know you could throw lightning bolts right it's, it's mm-hmm. fantastic 10 foot tall bulletproof right right yeah. i think that can apply on the flip side as well for a bottom on mm-hmm. how much they can take and mm-hmm. you know maybe going a bit further than they intended mm-hmm. no i i yeah. totally agree that yeah. that bottoms have that ego yeah. thing too mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And it, and it could be manifested in a in a good way or a bad way, you know. I mean, I obviously have you to smack me down consistently, so you know, <laughs> so I don't have to worry. So you about don't have a problem with your ego, do you? Because any any time I feel ten feet tall and bulletproof, you just cut me off at the knees. Works out pretty well. Maintain- it's love, honey. I do it out I, of love. I'm sure. <laughs> but maintaining a, maintaining an inflated ego. Around people who can give you a you know a reality hip check into a wall, really helps. Mm-hmm. You know, really helps. Yeah, and and all of us need it now and then. Although, if I can just insert something, um, and she she's making really. a fist, ladies. <laughs> no. Like you know what kind of fist I'm talking about. <laughs> no, and I don't know that maybe it was about his inflated ego. Maybe necessarily is that. You know, you're in a group of friends, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, someone says something that maybe it was like, oh, I, even in that little dumbly big way, you're inside thinking, oh, I don't know, she didn't say anything to play before. Did I do something? Did I misread her? Did I, did I not read her body language? Did I hit too hard? Did I hit just, I, so I think it's more maybe he was, you know, it could have sent him along that instead of... Like a path of insecurity. Yeah, just make him question... His play with that particular person, again, in front of a group of friends, and all of a sudden, you're sort of stepping back and trying to re-examine yourself a little bit, instead of maybe an ego thing. Yeah. That's my take. Well, we talk about, you know, we talk about, (laughs) you and and I talk about Sam's versus Brad's. Yeah. What's a Sam? A smart-ass masochist. I don't know, but they might not. <laughs> and, and, and we tend to differentiate the two be, between the two by um, a brat tends to um, poke the sadist or poke the, you know, poke the top to add energy to the scene, right? Whereas a Sam or a smart-ass masochist is somebody who pokes at the, at the principal um, characteristics or the principal ego um, based understandings of the top, and it, and it actually makes the top feel bad, whether or not they admit it. And so it steals energy from the top as opposed to giving energy to both. And so I, you know, and, and the thing about it is, we are not, um, we are not, we we weren't at the space where we we saw the, your intent or your focus or or how it was said or anything like that. So we. We can we can talk around this a lot, and we've given some some options about what we think might have happened. Right. But in in truth, we weren't there, so we don't know. No. And everybody's know. got pride. Everybody's got ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you approved. step on somebody's, you just apologize. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. You know. And keep your own in check, or mm-hmm. have someone around you that can <laughs> keep you in check. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So hopefully we answered your question and. Um, or at least hopefully we've given you some insight into what may have been going on with that, that particular dominant. Um, and in the future, maybe your, your communications with your tops will be a little more clearer um, or, or your expression of your needs, wants, and desires will be a little more um, direct. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Speaking of direct and clear communication, let's talk about how to contact us. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us at our website, which is adventuresinsexuality.org. That's adventuresinsexuality, all one word, dot org. You can reach us by email at Barrick and Sheba at AOL or Yahoo or Gmail. Mm-hmm. You can find <laughs> us on our website at panpolybdsm.com or you can reach us at adventuresinsexuality.org. Did I say Again? that? Did you say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look at me expectantly like I, I, I was. What about Twitter? I, that's what I was waiting for you to fit, to fit like that. Are you going to fit like that? You just stay right there. I'm going to handle this. Okay. I'll just stay right here. <laughs> so you can find Communication on, is very important. Right. It's very important. You can find us on FetLife. You can find Barrick at B-A-R-A-K. Or you can find me at Brat Sheba. That's Brat underscore Sheba. You can also find me on Twitter. I, I do the twat. And that's Brat underscore Sheba or A-I-S underscore org. You can also find us on Facebook at Brat underscore Sheba or at A-I-S underscore org. Thanks for listening to another episode of BSing with Barrick and Sheba and the whole freaking AIS team. Everybody. <laughs> we, we will see you really soon at yep. Winter Wickedness, hopefully, if not at some event in the near future. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, we will be back on the first Monday at what? That's not true. But well, that's not true. That's not true. We'll be back this broadca- weekend. Yeah, we'll be broadcasting the next podcast from. Uh, Winter Wickedness with uh, Dan and Dawn and Lee Harrington. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, we'll be back for the next BSing on the first Monday of next month, which will be March 3rd. Okay, I'm done. You can turn it off.